from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. One, two, clean. Cheers. Cheers. That's literally my line. Who says clink out loud? Cheers, girls. One, two, three, clink. Or one, two, clink. One, two, three, cheers. Welcome to Crying in Public. Hey. Hello. People count down. I never know whether or not I should do the thing that they're counting down to on the one or on the zero. Like the unseen oh, like, zero. Th- I usually do on the zero. So like three, two, one. I just pulled out like a whole bunch of hair. Because um, you know like know. think about Happy New Year. It's like it's not like three, two, Happy New Year. It's like three, two, one, Happy New Year. But some people just like stop it too. They'll be like in five, four, three, two. And like that's it. I feel like yeah, we make a like rule for that. TV casters are like iCarly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I never really know like what we're supposed to do, but I feel like we're so smart. They should they should make that a little bit more clear in the directions. In the directions of what, like life or life. Like counting? Life down. should come with the manual. You have to read your kids, like just so we're all on the same page. We had a problem with that um, when we did our intro song, like our theme song. We had an, a huge issue, which whether or not. With whether or not we uh, cheers on like one two clink or like one two three clink or like clink. whatever you know what I mean. 
Yeah, we need to redo. Like we need to redo our theme song, but we're almost done with the season. We have literally a month from this week left. So, do we change it before the season ends, or should we just wait till next season? I say we wait until next season because if we change it, I I feel like that'll be like a nice break. Yeah, not not even break, just like a clear deadline where we like have to change it by. You know, because if we make it like, oh yeah, we'll do it next week. We're not going to do it next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, guys, today we are going to be doing another very special part one, part two. And I know that our last mini was a part one, but stay with me here. We're going to do that part two. So, like, the part one we just did for our last mini was, like, colleges, majors, how to pick it, stuff like that. So, that part two, which is going to be more, like, job and career and post-grad focused, is going to be next week or in a few days. Uh, This mini is going to be another part one, part two series, but totally separate. Um, this one's going to be about dating. Sydney, dive into it. Dive into what we're talking about. Woo, woo. Oh, my God. Did I have a call-in? Um, yeah. Yeah. There's so if- a large booger in my nose, so you just keep talking, and I'll just pick this. Okay, bye. Oh, delicious. Um, <laughs> if you guys see us post literally six episodes this week, no, you didn't. Yeah. Because you could either love that or hate that, so we're just going to go with it, and we're going to pretend like you love it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, mind your so big ones. We want to differentiate that. We're talking about not only setting expectations, but following through on expectations and boundaries when it comes to dating. And by dating, we don't mean you're dating some... Okay, we talked about this in one episode before, like in the past, that people construe the word dating differently. And there's dating in one sense that it means that you're in a relationship with someone, but it could also mean you're going on dates with multiple people or with one person, but you're not in a relationship yet. We are talking about the latter. So all of the the things happening up to the point of being in a relationship, whether that means joining dating apps, whether that means getting on blind dates, blind dates. Blind dates. Blind dates. Um, <laughs> are you Davy Crockett? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I just sound like that. Um, blind dates or however you meet people. And it was kind of weird. How did people meet each other before dating apps? Because if I had to like walk up to someone... I, I would be eternally single. I mean, I am, but not for that reason. That's not true because you know what? So so I'm dating like someone really long term right now. I am the best wing woman you could ever, just because like I have no shame. Like I lost my dignity a really long time ago with approaching men at bars for my own self. So doing it for other people is literally zero of an issue. Like I will go up to a guy and be like, hey, you're really hot. That's my friend. She wants your number. You know what I mean? Or like, see my friend over there. What yeah, do you think a friend about her? In the corner, like, uh, and him. No, no, no thank you. I'm, I'm okay. I will not take no for an answer. I will get that. Number. Just kidding. That sounds really creepy. But I, but I will indeed take no for an answer. But I'm the best wing woman ever. The thing is, I feel like I'm. One thing I do pride myself on is that I feel like I'm really good at reading people. But for some reason, when that person has anything to do with my personal life or specifically dating. The, the signs go straight over the head like I think it was four years ago three years ago so my first semester at NYU we were at this bar called Josie's which is like the NYU campus bar so everyone used to go there it's not anymore but it was it, it wasn't yeah. it used to be and I remember this um redhead British guy and all of his little British friends mm-hmm. were talking to my friends and in my mind I was like you know I love British people 
But I was like, yeah, this is not for me. This is for them. So I'm going to sit on my phone and eat my fries. So <laughs> I'm acting extremely unsocial, uninterested, because I just didn't feel the need to invest in it if it wasn't for me, you know? And so they get up and move tables. And I didn't even notice I was still on my phone. And one of the guys was like, hey, you should like come over to our table. And I was like, no, I'm good. Y'all, y'all have fun. And he, was, you know, and he was like, no, no, no you, should, you should come over to our table. And I was like, ooh, you must be really like her if you're doing all this work. And I was like, no, like I promise you guys have fun. I am good. He picked me up in my chair and moved me over to their table. And the best part is at this point, I still, this, it was still going over in my head. I was like, number one, wow, you're kind of strong because a, a girl was not light. But number two, I was like, you want her this badly that you're putting in this much work with her friend? And like, we're talking and I'm being still very like push offish just because I was like, I'm not investing in this conversation. Yeah. Right, right. And then finally he goes, you do realize I like you. And I was like, oh, that, that is new information. That was not processed uh, until this point. It had been about three business days. But um, yeah. Dude, and it was pre-pandemic, Cindy like loves to glaze over this part. And she loves to like humble it way down. But like pre-pandemic when Cindy and I were on our prowling days. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. The men would flock like Mary's little lamb to Sydney and like so literally good. give her anything she wanted. Like if she asked for it, they'd be like all right, here's a shot, here's a drink, here's my love, come to my house, I'll buy you dinner. Like, literally, it was actually frightening. Like, when we go out to bars, like, the guys who would hit on Sydney would hit on her hard, and I was like, ah, okay. That was a moment for Sydney. That moment has come and gone so hard, it's not even funny. It was express train out, but well, that is funny. Because of the pandemic, like, we can't do it yeah. anymore, you know? I think also just coming into NYU, like, I was just out of my first relationship, and I was the most fit I had ever been. So I think that I was confident to a fault that I just didn't care. I think some people were attracted to that. That's definitely gone though. But I do remember one time Sarah and I were at Josie's again, different day. And I said out loud that I wanted an orange juice. And this guy left the bar and got me an orange juice. <laughs> that was the most proud moment of my life. I was definitely a proud moment. Like left the, like literally he was kind of standing in between Sydney's legs, like talking to her, like all up. And he was fine too. Fine. And she was like, haha. Cause you know, she was literally just joking. Sydney loves orange juice. So she was like, mm, I want an orange juice after drinking this like vodka, whatever. And he was like, okay, literally left. We were like, where did he go? Came back with a glass of orange juice. I don't know where he got it. I don't know where he went, but literally came back with a glass of orange juice. We were like, okay, thanks. <laughs> That's probably the most powerful moment of my life. But, as it um, should, that's what I'm saying. Like, the pandemic literally ruined our lives. Ugh, ugh. It's funny because, like, that's how my interactions go. But Sarah, guys will bike by, look at her, and, like, literally crash. And Sarah's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they were looking at me. I was like, um. Or, like, really, really random old men will come up to us and be like, hi. And say, no, <laughs> i never forget. We were literally at the most divey of dive bars because we went to this Italian restaurant for a sponsorship. And we were like, this is something different. Let's go to like a dive bar. So we went to a dive bar and there was kind of like an open window part where I guess they used to have like to-go orders, but they don't have it anymore. And number one, it was literally like March and Sarah is wearing a floor length fur coat. Why? I don't know. But (laughs) um, it really wasn't even that cold. And this guy sticks his head through the window and was like, hi to Sarah. Sarah's like, hi, how are you? I'm like, Sarah. But no, seeing guys start with Sarah is so funny because she is the most, when I tell you, 
you can literally write on your forehead i want to talk to you and she's like no i think you're just here for for someone else it's just it's just so funny where was this conversation going before we started all these stories i really enjoy that though because i think that's a perfect segue into what we're talking about i mean we were talking about it already but like going off of these stories meeting men at bars organically in new york pre-pandemic and even like when the pandemic kind of um plateaued for a while before the new variant came out <laughs> saying i'm talking about the new variant like it was a new album like yeah. before drake oh dropped God. his new album omicron. No. i can't pronounce before, it o- omicron 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 i saw this tweet and it was like i wonder how my mom's gonna pronounce this variant <laughs> yeah that's funny. i love how they're all like i guess they're greek letters it's fitting are they yeah delta oh i guess there's only two <laughs> i don't know there's any more what are they gonna call like the now they said that like the delta variant and omicron might be merging into a new variant they should call it they alpha. did say that alpha alpha <laughs> if somebody told me that covid started in jacksonville florida i would not be surprised i'd be like yeah that totally makes it's sense. it's honestly so weird seeing how covid's handled in different cities because in new york everyone is pretty respectful about wearing masks and well, for the most part but places are yeah. still open California, like everywhere is closed. Everyone just stays in their houses. But in Jacksonville, you would not think COVID was a thing. Like I would ask people, have you gotten the vaccine yet? They're like, what vaccine? And I was like, oh, okay, that's a no. And then they're like, My- I don't know how I got COVID. I I wonder how. You were literally in a, I don't even can call it a basement, a hole in the ground partying. That's probably why. No, yeah. So. I had a friend from my old sorority who literally went to a music festival during the pandemic, came back, and her exact words were, oh my god, I just tested positive. I don't know how, though. I literally didn't do anything. Me. So, baby girl, I can write you a 10-page report in Instagram pictures as to why. (laughs) Yeah, in your Instagram stories that you promptly put on your highlight reel. I can literally send you those. No, just kidding. But, um, no, so going out to bars... pre-pandemic was this like whole experience and it was honestly really fun though to do recon at the end of the night being like who bought me drinks who offered to buy me dinner who gave me his snapchat even though he looked like 45 you know it was it's all very interesting to kind of rethink but, yeah i think it's weird if men above the age of 17 use snapchat i agree it allows as them my boyfriend to... still uses snapchat yeah as does <laughs> whoever um your complication ships yeah my complication <laughs> ship um it's funny to me because it's a way for men to avoid having to speak with words which i think is a very important thing that they should be doing sometimes they need to get better at it but anyway back to our original 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 topic that we somehow <laughs> segued away from so hard but kind of kept in tune with um so yes dating that's the kind of dating we're talking about meeting people however you meet them right now it's mostly i guess app based because how are you meeting people during this pandemic um and kind of how to create expectations for one someone you don't know and two how to create boundaries that you're going to see through no matter the situation what was your <clears throat> not not to like diverge again off of the topic but what was your favorite dating app um definitely bumble i re- i don't think i've i used tinder for maybe a week when i first got to new york years and years and years ago but i promptly deleted it because everyone was creepy so um, creepy so creepy and then 
I downloaded, I like Bumble mostly because it's like a girl, not a girl based app, but a girl run app. So like the CEO is a girl, so I will support her. But also I like that I can choose who I want to speak to. And it's more of like, I think it's more safe, honestly. So I don't have to deal with like creepos and all that stuff. Um, Hin, and it also has the best interface. Like I hate the color yellow, but I like how the features, like the features are just more user compatible. But yeah. Hinge, too many buttons. Oh, I, I, there is no boy worth pressing all those buttons for. Absolutely not. And <laughs> I think that I found more, like I think all of my relationships that I got from dating apps were from Bumble. Or situationships, yeah. whatever. None were ever from any other app. Yeah, that's interesting because when I had dating apps, I wasn't really like, I feel like I had pretty realistic expectations or not even realistic, but at least my expectations were that I wasn't looking really to date anybody when I downloaded dating apps, even though like when you do date someone off a dating app, it oftentimes proves to be really successful just in my relation and my experience with my friends. So my friend's experience on dating yeah, apps. So it's my always experience proved, through my friends. Yeah, I don't know what kind of mumbo jumbo just came so out of funny. <laughs> oh, but so funny. Through my friend's experience, it proves to be really successful. Um, but when I first downloaded dating apps and when I first started online dating and like meeting guys through Instagram DMs or through like whatever, I never really expected nor like kind of that was at a time when like I didn't even want to be in a relationship at all let alone like wanted one from a dating app but when I was meeting people at bars and stuff I was kind of like I was really you know that scene from how to lose a guy in 10 days where uh the two main characters kind of make eye contact across the bar and they have this really sarcastic sweet short conversation it's a tiktok trend now where she's like hungry yeah starving no like yeah like something weird like that like it was such a sarcastic movie conversation basically but I always kind of expected to be like that and it never was you know what I mean like guys in bars are just as creepy as men on dating apps I think I'm Katia Adler host of the global story over the last 25 years I've covered conflicts in the Middle East political and economic crises in Europe drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Okay, I felt that it's better on the app just because you have uh you have a longer time to be able to get to know someone and become comfortable and understand at least who they are a little bit, their interests, etc. before you end up meeting them. So it just feels safer. But there's also the aspect where they could be someone random from the internet that you don't know. Like in my last relationship, um that was like multiple years long, sometimes I would sit there and be like, I met you on the internet. And maybe it's, I don't know, like, I mentioned the internet, and now, like, now we hang out. Like, yeah, I don't know. because so there's such a taboo on, like, meeting people online, even still, because obviously it lessened a lot with new, really, really popular dating apps like Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, etc. But, uh, you know, that was, that's a very new thing. That's, like, in the past seven, five years thing, like, maybe ten years. But even still, you know, like, in the early 2000s, if you met your boyfriend online, it's like, oh, she can't get a man, you know? There's this whole stigma around it, which is totally unfair, and definitely not as much of a thing now, but... Uh, it's like it's definitely still in people's brains like when you do meet people online you're like oh my god like I literally met you because of a server you know it's just like it's funny no literally an algorithm put you on my phone Um, (laughs) and think about like if I had swiped left or if I had decided to like not answer a conversation like how different my life would be but I think it's the same way meet someone in person like Sarah like yeah sometimes I think about it and I'm like Sarah and I met in the line to a bathroom and now we not only do we live together we have a business together (laughs) Like, imagine if I just, like, laughed off what you said or, like, you laughed off what I said. We'd never, like, had a conversation after that. Wild. Yeah, because usually, and this is just interesting, because usually when I meet girls at frat parties, I, like, just, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, I've never met another girl at a frat party and have remained friends with her. All of the other friends in my life right now have been mutual friends of a friend at some point. You know what I mean? So, it's really interesting to look at, like, that, too, with friends, but... Back to dating, let's talk about nightclub guys because I was saying that bar guys are creepy, but like nightclub guys are a whole other breed. I came to New York really expecting that magical moment to be like, you know, in euphoria to be like sweating and like taking shots and like, oh my God, like listening to Zendaya, like Rihanna and then making eye contacts across the room, dancing closer to each other, like falling in love eh. I could not have been more wrong. Nightclub guys literally are the reason that I have trauma. Like, literally, they're yeah. so bad. It's awful. I just, like, I don't know. I've never had the desire to meet someone at a bar or a club. I don't know. I also just don't like clubbing. Like, I guess it's fun to dance. Like, I love dancing. But, I don't know. It's just sweaty and gross and, uh, ugh, ew. As someone who really loves clubbing, I 
literally thought I was about to be Cinderella. I thought I was yeah. about to meet somebody. I thought I was about to get married. But you can't at a talk. nightclub, and I was like, like Bleh. I think a bar is more likely in the sense that you could at least have a conversation. But at a club, everyone's just screaming. So how are you going to meet someone, you know? Exactly, and I didn't take that into account. And also, <laughs> men, because you can't <laughs> shut up. Sorry, yeah, I didn't take that into account. <laughs> I didn't really think about that, but because of the fact that like you can't really have a conversation, men take advantage of that and they revert right to the physical. You know what I mean? You just skip thirty steps. You skip the name part. You skip the what's your favorite color part, and you go right to the I'm going to grab things I'm not supposed to grab part, and it's really, really obnoxious because your inhibitions are already high or low. Yeah. Your inhibitions low. are low. Yeah. So, release your inhibitions. Feel the, feel the rain on your skin. Okay, she had to come and outdo me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> she really had to come and literally upstage me for, for no reason. That should be my New Year's um, resolution. Whenever Sydney is singing, stop it. Stop it. I, I always just do to. it worse. So I basically <laughs> bother myself. Dang. Um, I like harmonize too sometimes and you'll be singing like Umbrella by Brianna and I'll be like like I'll be pulling with the harmonies and Cindy's like what are you doing I will sing in my room and I'll hear her harmonize in her room and I'm like girl um anyway I um yeah I just I don't know I would rather meet someone like and I I would like to meet someone organically or at an app I don't really care but just in a setting where I can get to know them first because I don't trust people like that but going reverse uno all the way back to the original conversation we still have not talked about yet wait i thought we did Um, expectations for dating yeah like how to establish how to establish expectations so like i want to meet someone who is like oh yeah okay yeah that's (laughs) (laughs) i think that i think that it's important to establish (laughs) boundary What? <laughs> you're like far away from the mic and you go, I think that. <clears throat> I think that. <laughs> I know because I realize that I always forget where my mic is and I'll just like talk to the air and I'm like, why is my mic so quiet? It's because I'm not speaking into my mic. Um, that made me start crying. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. I think that. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, yes. So just as you would do with um, like manifestations or your resolutions. Okay. I would say you should make a list of resolutions for dating before you start jump into that world. Because if you guys know who Bridget is, Bridget's Bridget. our favorite influencer. Bridget. And she's in her late 30s and she talks about, she's just got engaged. And she talks about how it's so hard when society puts a timeline on you so you feel pressured and rushed to you know be in a relationship by the time you're a freshman in college and date for 10 years and then get engaged the day after graduation like all of this stuff and how that's not realistic for most people and so she talks about how she obviously had like long-term relationships her whole life but she always thought oh this is the one this is the one this is the one and never thought oh she would lose this person there's something that can make her break up with him and then they'd break up 10 years later you know and so she talks about making something called a husband list, which is obviously for dating, you don't have to take it that seriously, but just a list of qualities that I should, I should, I should talk about that in a relationship one, right? No, because <clears throat> I think you should talk about it right now because knowing this, if you're, if you're like seriously dating for like a relationship, I think this is important, you know, and just like Cindy said, you don't have to take it so seriously if you're just like 
dating even if you're dating like going on dates with several guys you don't take it that seriously but like knowing what you want long term is always helpful no matter what stage you're in whether you're single pringle dating three guys dating one guy seriously like this is important so i think you should talk about it now yeah and um i think that (laughs) oh yeah so the husband list is just a list of qualities that you want in your future partner they're non-negotiables so it's not like oh i want him to have uh tan olive skin and blue eyes and blonde hair and washboard abs it's more like (laughs) i want someone who prioritizes family or prioritizes traveling or someone who is honest and loyal and is supportive of my career and like all stuff like that but taking that down one notch for dating i think just saying that I want to see someone who respects my physical boundaries, my emotional boundaries, who rather go for coffee than meet at a nightclub, someone who wants to get to know me. And so I think just having expectations that you aren't going to falter from when dating is going to keep you from getting upset or having your heart broken, but also just understanding that what you want out of it, someone who establishes what they want out of the relationship if they even want a relationship, um, where they are in life, like they're not ready to date, they're not ready to do whatever. So I think having those conversations and be opening, being open to having those answers ready and also wanting to have that conversation is important to keep yourself from getting hurt. And I think even if you're not necessarily looking for a serious relationship or even if you don't want a serious relationship right now, I think making a list like that is really important just to keep your um, boundaries in check because men really like to try to push those boundaries just at least in my experience not saying like all men are trash but you know so in my experience I feel like I've had kind of these abstract boundaries that have always kind of been pushed by the guys I date you know and sometimes I let them falter and I feel like if I had them written down tangibly it would have helped me stand my ground a little bit firmer the last thing I want to talk about because we're at 27 minutes right now is splitting the bill because i think that is a great conversation she loves to talk about this we yeah and i i it's like all on my tiktok for you page right now and i don't know why but splitting the bill sydney winter what do you think about splitting the bill do you think you should Do you think you have to like what do you describe to me your scenario i always offer to split i just don't really care i was like i'm not going on a date because i want free food now yeah but um I always offer to split. I think I think obviously it's a it's a nice gesture it's a nice gesture of what's that word? <clears throat> chivalry. It's a nice gesture of chivalry if a guy offers to. Just like it is with like opening the door for people. One thing I don't like when a guy offers to like pay for the whole bill is that they expect something in return. So Exactly. If I'm getting I don't that vibe, expectations. Exactly. Yeah. No. Exactly. If I'm getting that vibe, like whatsoever, I will literally force my car down. You know what I mean? I'll be like, I am paying for my half of the meal. Thank you for offering, but like I'm. You know what I mean? Because it's so yeah. easy to tell. I feel like when they expect something back. Yes, and then the, you get they get mad when you're like, oh yeah, I just want to go home, and I'm like, I don't, I I do not know you. Like I and I they do not always bring up the anything. dinner. They're like, yeah, I literally pay for your dinner, and I'm like, that does yeah. not equate to this good good. Like it literally yeah. does not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Lost and, um, and I think also, some men just, like, don't believe in chivalry. Like, I saw a guy on TikTok. No, not like. I saw a man on TikTok post the video, 
and he was saying that oh we want us to open the doors for them I'm not your butler aren't you supposed to be a feminist and I was like it is like the point went flying over your head at super speed I just don't understand what it I just don't understand and it makes this generation of men just more like less and less desirable for a partner in life and I just want to say that just because we don't at least in my opinion we don't necessarily like always want the guy to pay for our meal but if you do like in your dating life if the thing that attracts you or not the thing but like if a guy paying for your meal or if your partner or whoever you're dating like if them paying for your meal especially the man in the situation if you want them to pay for your meal i think that is completely justified just because of like like women are still really like i i know we're equal under the law but like not even at this point because of roe v wade but like i think that expecting a guy to pay for your meal is necessarily a bad thing you know what i I mean it's bad at all yeah no just so just because it's like not city preferences doesn't mean that like we like we are not on your side guys we do not think that like uh, like, oh my god they're not splitting the bill no Uh, no i think that everybody yeah (laughs) everybody should expect what they want to expect so funny it's just it's so funny (laughs) but yeah i think that's a really like healthy expectation to be like yeah he you know he should like pay for my meal if that's like how you want to handle it Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We love you. Um, You can find us, as always, on iHeart, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, and on social media, on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, at Crying in Public Podcast. Mwah! Bye! From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.